Yeah, nah, look, Aussie Rules podcast, round seven. Uh, you're wrong, it's the Catholic Church podcast. <laughs> round seven episode, it was a big, another big about? round of footy. You know what? What are you talking about? We're talking about Cardinal Pell right, today. Shut up. The, <laughs> I think so. There wasn't that many good games of footy on the weekend, was it? Yeah, there was. Not close really. ones. This season, there hasn't been many close games at all. Oh, well, last season, pretty crap. But that'll be, something, that'll be something that we discuss maybe later What's going on? on anyway, mate? What's going on? What do you do today? What's been happening? How's your week been, everybody? Yeah, how's everyone going, man? Good? Yeah, I went yeah. to the gym today, yeah. Did you? Oh, oh fuck. Swell. Uh, swell, bro. Swell, swell. Bit of a cut there from the football on the yeah, weekend, eh? Oh, football. no, training. Uh, Friendly fire. Go on. What are we talking about this week? Um, some stuff. We're going to talk oh. about some stuff. We're going to discuss the derby later on. We're going to talk about the state of the game. That's oh, what wow. People are talking about. Maybe discuss calling a Richmond game. We've got the Yen yeah, Look segment back today. I've written some yeah, and I looks for us. Uh, That's exciting. Dico's going to give us some really oh. hot super coach insight. He's been oh. all week thinking about it, working on it. How did and everyone go on the weekend? Shit. Oh, very bad. Yeah. I got like 1,600. I did. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with your team. I still got over 2,000, I think. Yeah. And then I think 2,000 is like still subpar, eh? Yeah. Like As shit. always, we'll close out with a big sizzling Crofts cook. Are we going to cover how uh, uh, the Anzac Day medalist is me because you guys tipped... Essendon and I tipped Collingwood. Yeah, so. you do. Nah, I'm the Anzac Day medals. Thank you very much. All right, now speaking of news, we'll get into the news. No one cares about the news, oh. as we always say. But there is some big, exciting oh. news happening. Bomber Thompson, former former Geelong Premiership coach, Essendon interim coach, and assistant coach Mark Bomber Thompson has been uh, convicted of drug trafficking and other stuff. What so, an oh, sorry, cannot, cannot convicted. Sorry, what's convicted? Charged? He's been charged. He's been charged. He has formally he is formally been charged out, today. Out on bail. Allegedly, do we have to say allegedly? Ah, hey, Rolly. <laughs> allegedly, he had some. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, some, not allegedly. Some it, meth. It, it has been found in his house. He some had like LSD. a fucking nearly a kilo of meth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 989 grams or something. Not sure what he's doing, Bomber. He's always had a bit of a sleepy oh, look about him. Shit. So, well, I mean, we still don't know if it was him. It's just in his room. But, locked bedroom. So he is. He's he's um he's at a flight risk. So he's he cannot fly. Yeah, he's had his passport he is, taken he's on away. Bail, he is. So I mean, if it's true, he's he's actually he's going to jail for a fair amount of time. Yeah, it's not ideal for our bomber. Not the rest of his life, but a fair few years, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's disappointing. Uh, but who knows? A, a pretty respected person in the football community, I thought. But we'll um, find out. Obviously, later. his life's gone down a bad path and. Right, we don't Boys know. were meant like Ross Lyon. We've got to get. Set. What's his new nickname? Mark we, Bomber Tom. What was? That must be a new nickname for him. Mark, Mark. Drug Trafficking. <laughs> Mark, Mark Heisenberg. Mark Thompson. Metho. Uh, yeah, Ross Ross Lyon got a, has been was accused oh, of like some sexual harassment or something. They've settled out of court. I don't know. We don't know. There's not really any details been released no. to that. So. But PC correctness, anyway, so it's probably absolutely nothing. Honestly. Our man Dicko now is going to go through very quickly the coaches' votes. Oh, I am, he I am. Knows, okay, just okay. mention the top couple. Okay, you ready? Western list. Bulldogs versus Carlton. The Bonts got nine votes. Somehow Cripps got eight votes. Uh, Geelong, Sydney, Kennedy, and then our man Sinners, oh, Sinclair, nine votes Sinclair. each. North Melbourne, Port Adelaide. Sam Gray, eight votes. Mm, okay. Going through the rest. Great GWS versus Brisbane. Witters, your man, who uh, you said was just getting absolutely smashed, got yep. the top votes. Yep. And Matty DeBoer. That's obviously why people are dropped him. The Fremantle got rid of him. Look at him. He's a fucking superstar. Yeah. Uh, Hawthorne versus St. Kilda. Uh, Smitty, 10 votes. Tom Mitchell racked up another probably two Brownlow votes. Thomas. Thomas. Uh, Adelaide versus Gold Coast. If anyone picked that Wayne Malira was going to get 10 votes this game, well, I would have... Did you watch the game? Sucked your dick. Um, no. <laughs> Essendon versus Melbourne. 
Gorn, 10 votes. That's all needs to be said. Collingwood, Richmond, Cochin, 10 votes. Fremantle, West Coast. Redden, 7 votes, apparently. And that's it. That's okay. it. That's the uh, AFLC cases watch. Thanks yeah. for listening. All right. Goodbye. Uh, now we'll do our votes. <gasps> and uh, I'll... Jico, you can go first because you're prepared. Yeah, and I'm prepared. So I've been a bit random here. I've given um, Lachlan Neal one vote. Yeah, like, he's very good. Uh, he's just a superstar. I give him Witters two votes. Yeah, lucky Witters. Um, it's a very lucky feel to this. Smitty, Smitty got three votes. Who's Smitty? Isaac. Yeah, Smith, yeah. Isaac Smitty. Um, Callum Sinclair, yeah. four votes. Very formal. He was name. a fucking superstar. And that's talking two Ruckman, top two. Oh. Five votes for... Max Gorn. Oh, maximum Gorn. If you can find more Gorn fuck, somewhere good. else, I dare you to. I mean, he's fucking shit at kicking the ball in front of goals, but he's yeah. a good kick, though. And he got into that supporter's face in the boundary. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah I said. He's like, fuck. Croft, do you have your votes prepared? Yeah, he's going to copy me. Okay, I'm going to go then. I gave one to Jack Redden. Uh, I was at the game live and I didn't notice him, but he's not that noticeable. <laughs> but I'll give him one. But he had like 34 <laughs> touches and two goals or something, so that's pretty good. In a game, the most decided by eight points. Yeah. Uh, I gave Cochin two. Didn't really see that game that much, but you know I've been coached. Three to Tom Mitchell, just because. Four to Maxi Gorn, and I just gave five to Wayne Malira because when is what? Wayne Malira best on ground? Ever? <laughs> I don't know. So get him up on the leaderboard. Get him up on the leaderboard. You get your five votes. Have that. All right. One vote, Tommy Mitchell. Two votes, Jack Redden. Three votes, the Koch. Oh, Trent Cochin. Oh. Four votes, Maxi Gorn, and five votes, Isaac. Oh. Oh, Isaac Smithany. Well All right. Uh, with that being done now, our votes will move on to our topics for discussion. Let's give them something to Oh, what is it going to be and today, mate? The first thing we're going to talk about is the Derby. The Derby? Well, a few things. So I went to the game at Optus Stadium. How, so this give us a rundown of how the best stadium in Australia is. Yeah, well, it's a pretty nice stadium. What I would say about it, so I'll start with the only like negative, if there is one. It's sort of... In no man's land, location-wise, so it's not. It's like walking distance from the casino, but it's like a. It's you know, going to get a medium to long walk. It's going to get developed. There's a it? train station there, but there's you know there's only one stop. So I went with my cousin Michael. Michael, he'd been, he'd been to a game earlier in the hey, season, Michael, and he Mickey. caught the train, and uh, he said it took him forever to get on the train after the game. When we left, there was heaps of people there. We walked back to the casino. It took us forever to walk back to the casino because it was just bulk people and they were all being like shepherded into it you know into a log jam um so that's the only criticism i would have is a little bit like we ended up we caught a taxi actually from the casino to the stadium which is probably a waste of money but you know in the end it was probably worth it because it was just so many people walking back and forth but the actual stadium itself is lovely uh there's a really good atmosphere around the place like nice open air at the front it's um it's quite nice to look at our seats we were in the fifth level so we were quite high up but it's very vertical, the stands. So you had a really good vantage point where I felt like other games I've been to at Suvi, you're sort of sitting there and if it's on the other side of the ground, you find yourself looking at the screens all the time because there's like people in the way and it's sort of, you feel really far away from it. Yeah. Here, I hardly had to look at the screen. The only time I looked at the screen was when there was a free kick, which another note I made to Croft earlier that I thought was is really good and handy is that <gasps> when there's a free kick, it comes up on the screen what it was so it'll come up with like high tackle west coast or whatever written mm. on there so because so cool. when you're live at the game you don't know sometimes what it what's for i that always listen to commentary when i'm at the game do you ever 
uh, no, I'm always usually there with someone. So normally I'm kind of talking to them and nah, like, I wouldn't them. mind it, but yeah. <laughs> you always have my little radio, mate. Oh, um, cool. I had a real hectic, like, I'm a Freo supporter, but I had a really hectic Freo supporter sitting behind me who was like <laughs> very one-sided. Uh, it was sort of yeah, embarrassed like me, else. to be honest. One time. But, um, no, it's good, Yeah, the stadium itself it. was very good. Uh, and yeah, the, the view from where we were sitting, we were in a restricted view area because we had a, we were right the like first row of our section, so we had the glass fence in front of us. I was wondering but what the fuck that was. I saw it on pretty, Snapchat. I was yeah, like, I, was like very, I thought I saw a little smudge. I'm like, is that, is that glass? Yeah, yeah, I, I thought you comes through a box or It'd something. It'd be good if the glass was cleaner, but yeah, it wasn't that restricting. Like you could just, if you sat up straight, you could look over the top of it. Most time I found myself looking through it. It was almost like watching on TV. But uh, yeah, so that was good. In terms of uh, what I thought in the actual game, and so I'll say these things and you guys can give your opinion because you obviously watched, some of you watched all the games, so you watched some <laughs> of the game. Uh, so the umpiring, there's a lot of talk about the umpiring. Obviously, it was a free home game, so being at the game, you know, every time there was a tackle, you would assume that it was holding the ball because of the way the crowd was reacting. So I, how was the sound? Was it... Oh, yeah. So uh, there was... Electric. A, there was a part of the game, I think maybe in third quarter, Freo got a bit of a run the, and the Freo chant went up and it, my ears were literally ringing. It was that loud. It was good. It was actually like, you know, it, it had a physical effect on me. It was that loud and, and vibrant. So it's very... It does echo around there. It's very, you know, the, the craypot shape to it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, the umpiring was... Um, I thought mistakes got made both ways. I didn't think it was what, what cost Fremantle the game. Just, I watched a bit of it on TV after. Yeah, Everyday umpiring. There were definitely a few decisions. Because the thing about it is they missed calls for both teams, but it's more about the location. So there was a couple yeah, of the when and where and, inside 50 yeah. for Frio that would have been shots on goal if they got paid and they didn't. And then but, they were giving them ones on the wing and in their back line and stuff. But West Coast were getting like, but you know, it's just, that's footy. I didn't think it would cost them the game. Just, uh, just, just thing. interrupt just for a little bit. That's the sad thing about you. I'm like, oh, it's just normal. But that's the fucking problem. Like, oh, we, we shouldn't have to be like, oh, it's normal that they make mistakes because it shouldn't be. They should be able to fucking do their jobs properly. Well, yeah. I mean, Tunic, like, Players make mistakes as well, obviously, under pressure and with the crowd and everything. But the crowd was trying to influence them for Fremantle and they were giving West Coast. I mean, the free kick count wasn't that uneven, but as I said, it's where they were uh, and, yeah. and the result for them. But I didn't blame that for the result of the game because there were things Freer, I think, could have done. Um, Lockie Neal had a really strong game. He's a gun. He, he ended up winning the medal, but he's one thing I just noticed is he's such a good mark for his size. Whenever the ball's near him, you're sort of instilled with confidence. He's got a great... He uses his body well. He can leap. And he doesn't let go of the footy, which is why he's good around stoppages and stuff because he one grabs it. But in the air, he has that same strength. Now, I've got a couple of things. Well, you didn't watch it on TV. The most, you can't stop it, but I fucking hate watching games where it's half fucking shadow, half sun. Uh, Foxtel yeah. was so shit because literally it, the cameras couldn't adjust. Yeah. It was going from the shade to the sun and literally there was like a second every time you couldn't see anything. Yeah. Well, that's the one was, thing I didn't like about this new stadium that it didn't have a roof. I... I, I I totally no, agree. You're spending like, like fucking half a billion dollars. State of the art. Put a stadium. roof on it. Yeah, exactly. the fuck? It must. It mu- there must be some reason. They some constraint. Um, only other, uh, other thing was that. Well, five should have kicked a goal, but that's relevant. Oh, He's yeah, yeah. silly. Good man. Silly. Good. Yeah. Well, like look, every, trust me. When he went up the forward line oh, at the yeah. end, like literally every time it went to him, if you were an Eagles supporter, you would have been like, oh, "I'm so fucking scared." Yeah. He looked like he was going to get it every single time. Yeah. So, but presence. One thing I did want to say, I'm not even a fan of him, but as well was um, Fremantle not having so like Walters obviously got hurt, which which hindered them, but not having Tabernard there, I thought really affected their structures. 
they came out of the back line quick and they got to the wing and they'd go slow. West Coast would go back and they would end up more often than not kicking it and McGovern and Barras and these guys would mark it or spoil it out of bounds. That's why at the very end of the game when they were making their last push and they sort of just went balls to the wall attack, they had five forward and it just meant they could kick it in and he was just running and leaping and spoiling it. He didn't end up marking most of them. He did miss that yeah, shot when it he was free still, kick. Even when it went to the ground, well, that's it's still dangerous. Say, yeah. It was still dangerous. Like, it's like, yeah. fuck. It's so that's the thing is like you getting it in there using him versus having him there as a forward. The same thing as teams go through with Martin, Dangerfield and Carlton even with, with Cripps. I think Fife's probably of all those guys easily the best in the air in terms of flying and marking. Like yeah. He's definitely got the best leap of those guys. Uh, um, but yeah, so Neil was good. I thought Alex Pierce did a good job on Kennedy, but Kennedy's, it shows the kind of player he's at where he still kicked three goals, even though I don't think he had a great game. No. Pierce was was on him and did a good job, but just in the breakdowns, he was able to get open and they have good symmetry in their forward line. I mean, I, I thought I thought the first quarter and a half, Eagles looked really shit. They were just literally bombing in, and it was just crowded forward line. Yeah, I was like this. Yeah. I was like they're that not going inside fifties, but they weren't using the ball well. Some of that might have been Freo's defensive kind of setup as well. But then the second quarter, West Coast really dominated. And you could feel at the stadium like the crowd nervous sort of thing, yeah. and then they managed to balance after halftime. Just, just don't kick it to McGovern. Just <laughs> kick it the just look up and go. All right, there's McGovern. Have they, we, have they, they we, 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 we must have we've given him rig of the week, haven't we? I don't. He needs to be yeah, rig of the week again. Yeah. That rig of the week definition. What? <laughs> I tell you, he looks like a mannequin. He? he looks like no. This oh, is he is my, a he, fat mannequin. He looks oh like the default guy. No, fuck, it's stinks in here. He. Jeremy McGovern. Close. This is what my I, this is what I always say, and you've heard me say this before: is Jeremy McGovern looks like the default character in a character creation screen on a video he does game. His face and just like, oh. yeah, yeah, just that default character. Like you haven't done anything changes yeah. to and, him. And yet. like and like the nineteen ninety nine game where there was no definition because it's just yeah, exactly. Oh, that's yeah. Fucking hell! Like what? Yeah, well, yeah, they do kick to him. I thought they were a bit better, but they they it still happened a fair bit, and a lot of it is just forward setup because they were under West Coast put a lot of good pressure on so you end up having on occasion it's just a reality in a game of footy yeah. sometimes you're going to have to just hack kick out of your back line yeah. and that's where you need Sandlin's there and that's where Tabernard's there that's another point I had is that Frio this is a little bit of a concern for me so watching the game and after a result I thought well that's good West Coast are playing really well this year they beat some good teams Frio took it up to them they could have won they were in the game no, that's pretty um, even. It, it bodes well for their development like they're, they're tracking along really well I think but the one thing that does concern me is I Still feel that Sandlin's is almost their most important player. What what's happened to Darcy? He's he's um I think he's PCL or something. So he's been oh, out okay. for a little while still. So Darcy, you're right, is there and he's the option that hopefully can take over from um, Sandlin's in time. But it's still like you. There was a noticeable difference in the game when Sandlin's was out and they had Johnson playing backup ruck, especially if he had to go against Nat Nui. They were just getting smashed out of the center when that happened. Uh, Johnson had two hitouts. For the game and he played you know probably 30 percent of the time in the ruck so that gives you an indication that's a bit of a concern um so they're very reliant on sandlin still uh i think elliot yo is probably one of the better matchups for nat fife in the comp like body wise he can match with him and he could go with him when he goes forward and at He's least good. compete with him so early in the game there's one close early in the game where it went inside 50 and normally you see fife standing with someone next to him and i normally think oh this is this is easy like he'll push him out and mark it mm. but he couldn't he, he didn't do it. He tried to push him. He sort of lost balance and Yo spoiled it. And that was in the first half. And later in the game, Fife was running and jumping and almost marking. But that was the one like body on body one where he normally dominates. 
And I just saw, yo, he, he restricted him. He still had a good game in parts five, especially earlier on when Freire wasn't yeah, playing so well. He probably held him in it. But, yo, uh, he kicked a very nice goal. Yeah, yeah, yo played. And that Touch was goal. one where Fife went for a hanger, missed it, yeah, fell on right, the ground. Yeah. And then while he was on but the ground, still yo ran off. So that's what happens when, when that happens. But So those are my main points in the game. The last thing I thought was Freire, like Freire didn't take enough risks. They looked good in the last 10 minutes when they had to go, had to go for it, basically, and just pull the trigger. Um, yeah. I thought they were, and it might have been a, a game plan thing of, you know, worried about West Coast forward lines. They were trying to, to not rush and give the ball back. But that that 50 meter at the were, end, that 50 meter at the very end though, that's a carton. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the 50 okay. meter penalty right at the end of the game when they were like making that comeback. Oh, and it was yeah, a minute yeah. to go oh, or whatever and they like had the, like one yeah, thing you know what? and he, it was he, just he looked lazy. Like he was just absolutely stuffed. Yeah. Like he just couldn't bring himself to move out of the yeah. space. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but yeah they... They just there was a lot of times I was sitting next to my cousin and I said and I Mark. I pointed out he should kick the out. There was one notice one that I only remember because I saw it on the when I watched half of it on TV later as well. It was Alex Pierce got the ball at half back and Michael Johnson was floating into the center and he was, it was a twenty meter kick, so you kick a dart like that, no one can get to it. He had ten meters other side and Pierce looked at him, didn't give it, and you could tell Johnson was frustrated he didn't kick it. And that's the type of kick that against the Bulldogs week before, they were just making that kick. And then flowing on and getting inside fifty quick, but in this game, that were yeah. I noticed the game started slow. well. The skills were pretty good to start. Like they had, people got tired. Yeah, like, I, like the first five minutes, like both teams gave it were, up a bit. Yeah, but I'm saying at the start of the first five minutes, like, I was like, yeah. oh, it's, everyone was actually hitting the kicks. Yeah. It was fucking the hands nice in and congestion. Clean. I thought were really good, which mm. we're probably going to talk later about next about congestion and stuff. But the way both teams were able to, if they got hold of the footy, they were able to flick it around and get it out to someone in space. That was quite good. Um, but yeah, it was a good game overall. The stadium was really good, and I think both sides will come out of it not too disappointed. Well, it's in in reality, both sides are doing far better than Robert Walls thought. So, fuck but, Robert yeah. Walls. Robert Walls, great. Yeah, Robert, great man. Yeah. I don't think anybody listens to Robert Walls anymore. All right, now we'll move on How is to he relevant. He isn't, unless you want to spend five minutes bagging Robert Go Walls. Anything else to say about him? <laughs> no, he's fucking uh, dickhead. All right, <laughs> so on the Foxtel this week and a lot of other. Media places, they've been talking about how they're worried about the state of the game and how it's not attractive enough. There's none, there's some, I don't know, I get this obsession with scoring, but we'll get into it anyway. Uh, so they're saying the scoring's down this year. Average score per game per team is down from last year and the year before. And it had been trending up. So for like two years, it was going up again. Um, I think the last time it was like really high was like the 2011 or something, which is ironic because... Ross Lyons, one of those coaches that gets blamed for being such a defensive coach, but that was when his team's like top of the pops was 2000, 2011. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so they're saying that there's too much congestion. It's making the game ugly. There's not enough free-flowing play, not enough scoring. And the things that they're talking about doing is bringing in possibly zo- some sort of zones where players have to stay in certain areas or be in certain areas at certain times, like a stoppage. The or it's too complex. Or they couldn't do that. The other version, which is the one that I wouldn't be devastated. Like, I don't really think they should change it anyway. But the other option is to bring it down to 16 aside and six on the bench. So you still have 22 players, but the 16 on the field each team. And you have six on the bench. We could do that. Because I think that would mean... But it's Let, obviously, players would be fresh. They'd be getting around. There'd be some congestion still, but it would open it up a little bit. Like two less people, four less people on the ground at a time would make a significant difference. I think it would. But yeah, well, it, it would have to. 
But I just, you just take a half. But well, it's irrelevant. Why is that going to change it compared to other years where it's been high scoring, where there's been the rules are eighteen different. people on the field? Yeah, it shouldn't. You know. Yeah, well, that's what I think. But that's yeah, but that's what say like the AFL's well, made dickheads. the AFL's Fuck made this you. stupid like precedence where they ha- like to change the game to make it the way that they want to do it. Mm. Now, this is my theory: is I just think they should let the game become whatever it is because what happens is the coaching evolves around how the game is played so if the game is being played congested the coaches will coach to look for the space so if it's congested congested all around one area they'll tell their players that you want to go wide you want to go out into the space and you want to that's where you want to put your players you want to put your players in so you're going to say well if their team if the opposition team is going to be around the ball we know where we need to be to combat against that and so it'll change and it'll evolve it won't happen yeah I mean, straight it's just away but t- year to year everything changes because the coaching uh, reflects what how the game is being played. Whatever so, rules they put in just get exploited by the coaches anyway. The first yeah, year of rule yeah. coming, there's always you know having to adjust it because it gets. Well, it's just how teams play anyway. It's like taken. Sydney for years were fucking all tight, crowded around, yeah, exactly. no scoring. What the fuck? They're going to change the rules yeah. just because one team's are just because yeah, a yeah. lot of teams. Well, that's that's what I was saying as well. I was like Sydney, and that was a perfect example. The Sydney at their best were great in congestion, and that's what you do. Like you don't like make the game more, and that was really good to watch as well. Like when they could like like whip handballs around a congested situation and get themselves out of it. That was really good to watch. So that's all you have to do as a coach. You just have to say, hey, let's get good at taking the ball first grab. Let's get good at grabbing the the ball first take without like no fumbling because that's what all the bad sides do is they fumble. That's a lot. The women's football, they Um, never fumble. And get and hit your handballs. And hit your handballs and you'll be able to get out of traffic, like composure in traffic. Yeah, That's what you teach. And just make it a coaching thing. Don't change the game. I think zones, no, if no. they bring in zone stuff, who have, I, I'll, oh, I, I'll stop, I'll stop play watching. Playing yeah, I, I'll, just start I'll, watching if they bring in, if yeah. they bring in like people have to say, and I don't like, know why, it it's always done. old, it's older people. And like you like Robbo and stuff. He's like, I just want to see, <laughs> wouldn't it be good to just see a key forward that stays inside 50? And just has to stay in there and mark like Tony Lockett or Jason Dunster. You know, they come out there and Jason Dunster will come on. I hate, the show I, and he'll be like, yeah, I that'd hate, be great, Robert. I hate how they're just God. old fuckers. Just like, oh, and they're romanticized. The oh, we'll never see someone kick 100 yeah. goals. Who cares if someone kicks 100 goals in a season? It's not that exciting, is it? It's, it's great when someone like Buddy gets off and kicks 10 goals in a game. That's great. But there's still good footy. Like, to me, a good footy game is a game that's close. Yeah, like I don't care if someone scores 160 and they win by 40 yeah. points. That's yeah. that's boring to me. That's very boring. I don't care. Yeah, I'd much rather watch them at training yeah, if you want to see perfect just, skills. Hmm. I'd much rather the yeah, AFL exactly. put and they'll they'll execute perfect It'll be skills. Perfect. Skills. I'd much rather much rather the AFL put their time and effort into increasing the talent pool that are available to teams so that the lower teams can be as competitive with the with the higher teams. Yeah, if that's something they're going to do, if they need to change something, change that. Make like a. You know, put more money into grassroots footy because that's what that's going to do. Is that's going to increase your talent pool? Well, yeah, I, I think yeah, the zone thing I would hate if they change if they did do the sixteen aside thing. Like, I don't reckon watching the game you wouldn't really notice. Like, it wouldn't make that big of a difference to you. No, I, I totally agree. Like, I'd rather them keep it the same. And if they were going to do something, I hope it's that. It's not going to make and them then more they're money. Going to bring down the sell the uh, interchange cap. I think they're just going to exhort. We're going to see more injuries. That's stupid. Making. That's well, we true. need to make players tired. It's not going to make more yeah. space. It'll just make it more of a slow. Oh, well, guys you know, I've got, get, I've got the key. Guys won't be able no, to get out. I, of I fucking figured it out. Only let the players train twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> so they're un- reduce their fitness. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just reduce yeah. their fitness entirely. Yeah. Done. But Jack, Jack Rewalt. Jack, no Jack, <laughs> Jack Rewalt said that about the interchange cap. He reckons 
He said, well, he yeah. said it. And it's, you don't want to watch players be tired. Yeah. You don't want to run them into the ground and watch them be tired. You don't want the, the skills to be horrible. The skills will be horrible. And you they're don't, already exhausted. You don't want to watch the best players in the competition reduced to nothing because yeah. they've fucking been ha- having to play like the entire game. Yeah. Like in the last quarter, they the, can't even play. The fact that players. Like Dangerfield earlier and he fucked our bets. Yeah. That fucking <laughs> yeah. happened. That was shit to watch. Players being tired isn't the reason why the scoring was higher in like the 90s and early 2000s and stuff. Like Ben Cousins used to run around. And it was like, I did enjoy that how you'd have a one-on-one matchup all day. Like you knew Ben Cousins was going to have Josh Carr or something on him for the whole game and it Carry. was going to be a battle and they were going to pretty much play most of the game. But that's not the reason why the scoring was was higher. It's no. not that. Like it was just more over. It was just game plans and strategies have evolved. The fact is defense wins premierships. And that's the thing that really annoys me is when the media get into the coaches about coaching a defensive way. But if they lose then you want them to be sacked. You pressure them to be sacked and they lose their jobs. So they're there to win. Not, they're not there to, like, yeah. I hate when they say it's an entertainment business. No, it's not. It's a competitive sport. Olympians aren't like Usain Bolt isn't like, oh, well, what? I need to practice my celebrate. Like, he's got a natural flair and he celebrates, but he's just worried about sprinting and winning. Yeah. He doesn't care I've, if he can go like this. You're going to love my cook at okay. the end. It's, it's, rele- it's relevant. You're going to love the cook. All right. Well, We'll move on from that now. We've had a discussion. I think we all basically don't want... We don't like change because we're from Perth. We don't like change. Um, but it's the, it's the old fuckers that just suck in the past. They're like, no, I want fat players running around. I want Johnny Platten. I want, <laughs> I want Jason Dunstall in the gold square. I want one-on-one contests kicking it. And I want line. hair. And I want lots and lots of hair. Contested marking. <laughs> it's just fuck old They cunts. just romanticise. Exactly. Get young things. cunts. Get rid of them. You fucking haven't played in 30 but, years. Oh, like fuck when they're off. like, oh, we never see... Good contested marks like we used to. It was like, have you met Jeremy Howe? Yeah. Have you watched football yeah. the last five years? The bloke does it every single week, sometimes twice a week. Hmm. Anyways, we'll move on. He uh, did it on the weekend. Speaking of Jeremy Howe, he did it on the he weekend. Did. He did. The Collingwood Richmond game, I didn't see all of it. I'm going to look at that. We're now. just going to talk about it briefly. Uh, I think it was one of those ones where it was a good sign for Collingwood. Like their, their game plan obviously stands up, but they just did, it didn't stand up for long enough. Eventually, Richmond just got over the top. Yeah, but what is it? Did they drop off or did Richmond put the pedal down? Richmond That's are just next thing. level right now. Like, They're just that confident. I feel like it's the main thing is they've got such belief and confidence. Because now, that was a really just, good game up yeah. until that like, last quarter. Same as the Melbourne one. They really just, good they just yeah. think... Well, it wasn't as good, but it was yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. know now that they can go to another level and that confidence is such a difference maker. When you're a team that just believes they could, they're always going to win, like, no matter what the situation is, you just think, oh, we'll get through it and we'll get over it eventually. That's yeah. where Richmond's at right now. I like how what like the best six moments on the AFL website just have Jong-y. Lin Jong just getting smacked in the face with a football. Oh, man, That's Jong-y. just what it counts. Look at this. Look at this. No one can see this, but... Yeah, that was a bad one. Oh! idea. You got anything to say about Richmond Collingwood game? No, I honestly me? didn't see it, so right. I can't give a comment except Jeremy Howe's the legend. Um, yeah, I just said, as I said, that was a really good game up until the end, so it's it's... You know, obviously Col- Collingwood have improved this year. I think there's no doubt about that. It's just, yeah, you, that's that. I mean, it's that quarter is like the difference between them. Like, you, you don't know, you don't know if uh, Collingwood's quite up to it yet, or or if Richmond are, are just too way too good. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's hard to judge. You can't judge it on that one, unfortunately. I think you still be pretty happy as a Collingwood supporter, yeah. winning some games. All right, we'll do the segment that. The stops the nation. Yeah, nah, look. Oh my god. Oh, we're doing a yeah, oh nah, look. God. Yeah, nah. Look. Right. Oh my god. That's the yeah, first one. Look. Yeah. Richmond are the team to beat this year. <laughs> nah. You think nah? Who do you think is? I don't think anyone is. 
Yeah, so I mean, no I this year. no, I just don't think there's a favorite. I, I get. I wouldn't put Richmond ahead of anyone. That's GWS. Well, that's a look. It's a look. No, nah, I'm saying nah. He's saying nah, but I'm saying look because I kind of agree with him in the in the fact that like, I think you can still beat Richmond and Richmond can still lose games and still win the premiership. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think like well, nothing's guaranteed. Because, but I'm saying are they the team to beat? I'm gonna say I say yeah. I reckon they are. I reckon they're they're next level at the moment. I think GWS is still good, but. You know, valid they? point. GWS don't have much depth as people think because they've lost a lot of players the last three or four years. Who so did um, actually Richmond lose not to? that above as what we probably thought they would be. Who did they lose to? I don't know. I don't remember. Must have been someone good. Um, the second one, Carlton should be banned from Friday night games for a while. I banned team, but it's... No, it, nah. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, the, the whole point is, it's like, you don't know. If, if you could change the fixture now, would yeah, you take them off Friday nights for the rest of the year? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Yeah, you should. so it's a yeah then. Yeah, okay, but I'm saying like... You can't ban it next year because you don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, exactly right. You don't know, so it's... I'd say say no. I think like everybody should get equal opportunity at Friday nights. But they don't. Yeah, they yeah, don't. No, but yeah, I think I you yeah, should. should because, well, like, like, from as like a free man will get a free man. Yeah, exactly. I think everybody should get. Like, I don't care like how bad the teams are. Like, because but that's the thing because it's a money thing for them. And like you said, this this isn't an entertainment business, right? It's it's competitive football, so it doesn't matter what day they play on. They should be able to play on whatever day they want, right? So for the fans, like, I'd like to see my team, especially as a West Australian that supports a Victorian team, I'd like to see my team at least once or twice. And I'm lucky being a Carlton supporter, we've had a couple and obviously we're not playing very well. But Adelaide about two. I would like, uh, if if they did decide to do that, and they did do that to Carlton two years ago, they got they had no Friday night games. I think that's stupid. Like, why can't everybody be, why can't it well, be Friday, fair? Because Friday night's the marquee game. It's, only, it's the yeah, night, and it's that's night the game point. and it's the only game on. And that's the point. So it should be, oh no, I think it should be more of a, a, a spectacle blockbuster game. A game that you think is going to be good. Okay, well, I think. Well, I th- this Friday night game wasn't that bad because they're both crap. So it was a contest at least. I think like share Friday the night, Friday nights. GWS Geelong. Yeah, that's a big game. I would rather they share the Friday nights around between clubs, but make the big like the Anzac days and the Good Fridays. Swap those funks fuckers around instead of, you know, how we complained about the North Melbourne St. Kilda whole oh, thing yeah, and everything yeah. like that. And that was a shit game. Make those, those are the big games, the public holiday games. Make those, like swap those around for different, like more blockbuster matches. Friday nights happen every week. So yeah, well, for, no, I, well, I think that's why Friday nights can chat this because there's tradition in some of those ones, like R- Carlton and Richmond opening the season and Co- Collingwood and Essendon and Anzac Day. That's more of a tradition. Like I would, even though sometimes they're at different levels, those two teams. Like it's a, it always draws a big crowd. It's always a big game, a big like that's iconic kind of thing. Having this is bullshit. It's Friday. You could easily just not put Carlton on a Friday. One game okay. for the Eagles on a Friday, none for Fremantle. Yeah. And you know why? Because when Fremantle were top of the ladder, they it's gave fucking, them some games. So they're getting... Thing. Fremantle gets graded yeah, on I how mean, good they are. But this is a real... This is real I mean, it's always going to be Melbourne sides are going to be up there because it's fucking... They still think it's the VFL. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, last thing. So we're going to do one of those... You know, we did the, the fuck, marry, kill thing. We do the, <laughs> the trade, keep, or recruit. So which player would you ch- look to trade away? If you So if you had to out of these three... Which one would you want 100% keep and which one would you be trying to recruit if you're in other clubs? It's Carlton again. So I've got Harry Mackay, Charlie Curnow and Jacob Wiedering, three of their young high picks. I think I know how we're probably going to go with this one. one. This is an easy one, really. So who are you trying to keep? So who would you trade? Who who would you you trade? Who would you keep? And if you're another club, which one would you want to recruit? If I was another club, you'd clearly recruit Charlie Curnow. Um, if I was trying to keep one, yeah, 
Well, I keep Charlie Kernow as well. <laughs> no, you, you have to choose. You pick one or the other. Have to that doesn't, doesn't make really make sense though, does it? No. Oh, well. <laughs> you have to do it. And what was the... Okay, well, I want to... I'll say, well, okay, well, we'll change it to... Uh, what do you want to delist? Trade, trade, keep, delist. Yeah. Okay. Keep? Yeah. Charlie Kernow. Charlie Kernow. We're all going to say keep Charlie Kernow, I think. Yeah. But we're not dumb. Uh, <laughs> delist. It's a, that's a tough one. This is so hard, isn't it? Because uh, we've seen more of Weedering, but not all of what we've seen has been good. Well, like, Mackay, we're not sure. Who knows? Like, I think sure probably... Mackay's probably got more upside. Yeah, I'm thinking of potential. Mackay probably has, like... I mean, it's so it's so rare for a forward like that to actually turn yeah. into something, though. Yeah. But he's he, he looks 20 times better than fucking Levi Caswell, and Levi Caswell played 100 games in the weekend. You just hate Levi Caswell. I don't know why he's not that bad. <laughs> he marks the ball. You're fucking kidding me, can't He, he played can't, really Who gives a fuck game? if you mark the ball and you kick it out in the full? He doesn't He do doesn't. That He's actually like six goals, game? three from set shots. Yeah, I know. But he it's played well. Still, seven, maybe um, seven you still, Watch his action and tell me you're ever confident with him kicking the ball. Irrelevant. I'm more confident now. Irrelevant. I'm a lot more confident now than I was two oh. years ago. Definitely. Okay, 100%. Tell me that in three weeks. Okay, so yeah, I would delist. I'd have to delist Mackay. And trade waiting. Yeah. Okay. Croft? Um... So yeah, obviously keep Charlie Kerno. You can do it. I Sorry, are we? Yeah, that's we, right. Yeah, we're keeping Charlie yeah. Kerno. Yeah. Um, and we're trading and delisting. Um, I'd trade. Um, I'd um keep General from Navi. Yeah, D. I can't wait. People, people listen to this like, what the fuck? I think you'd have about? to. Fuck, trade. It's not that hard. Can't hurry up. It mate. is hard. Trade no, Mackay delist. Weedering. I don't know. I think, like, because Weedering, uh, right now on form, you couldn't trade him and get anything for him. So, um, he's like, the thing with Weedering, the thing between him, if I'm going to split the hairs here, is Weedering right now, seem, and he seems to have, be a confidence player. Yeah. Harry Mackay, he hasn't seen, we haven't seen everything. He's played, what, three or four games. And as, like, a, he seems like an athletic, tall player. And the only reason he hasn't played up until this point is because he had a back he had back surgery, which is a big thing. No, but that's bullshit. He was playing in the fucking twos all last year. But last Why year, not just he, play yeah. him in the fucking ones? Who gives yeah. a fuck? They're but, playing other potatoes. Uh, like I think Sam everybody Smith. I think everybody thinks like, that why would you not Mackay, play him? Mackay Mackay would have upside, so that's why I'd Idiots. trade him. I think he has yeah. a lot of upside. Uh, yeah, I'd do the same as Croft. So I'd keep oh, no, I'd trade Mackay, delist Weedering. Copycat. But yeah. I'd rather delist Jack Silvani. Hair's looking very silky today, mate. Uh, all right, super coach segment. Here he is, okay, the got, super coach uh, himself. Yes, I Tim only scored two thousand and seventy nine. I think absolutely embarrassing. I, I have absolutely who nothing. Get, but who, Mitchell, you, who do you get rid of this week? Who do you get in? Um, oh, I haven't even checked. There's no point. The only thing I will put. <laughs> the only thing I will put. Too I, busy putting up your boats on Microsoft Word. It's really, you have to put. You, you can nearly put Max Gorn as captain every week now. Yeah, nearly. that's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Tom Mitchell came back in. I still had Dustin Martin. But you honestly... And he's yeah, been he disappointing yeah. the last two Max weeks. Gorn is... He, he's always going to... He's just fucking a machine. That's all, right. all I've got. To put Max, Max Gorn, Gorn as captain. That's that's the hot tip this that week. That is a hot tip. Any young blokes on the, on, the, on the verge of playing the three games to get a little bit of value? Oh, there's heaps. I think oh, there's, no, there's heaps. Of, there's, there's some that you should get rid of, um, but I'll bring that for next week because right. you're going to lose money this week. We'll anyway. prepare that for next week. Uh, we'll very, very quickly do our tips. All right, quickly do the tips. Let's have a look. What's on? What's the game Friday okay. night? Yeah. Uh, what round is it? Seven. Uh, Seven. Okay. 
Okay, Friday, like Friday night, Geelong Giants. Uh, we're at. It's down in Geelong. I'm going to say Geelong. Okay, I'm going Geelong as well. I'm going to go GWS. Okay, yep. next game, Bulldog Suns. I'm going for. Oh, it's Bull- on Mars. Uh, oh, I'm going for. Oh, on Mars. Go for the Bulldogs. Tom Lynch is out. Bulldogs. I think it'll take them 30 seconds to get there. Maybe. Uh, Bulldogs. Yep. Uh, Essendon's Hawthorne. I'm going for Hawthorne. Uh, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Eagles Port Adelaide. Going for the Eagles. At home. Yeah, over here, I'd say Eagles. Yep. West, West. Uh, Sydney versus North Melbourne at the SCG. I'll go for Sydney. Sydney, I've lost all faith in North Melbourne. I'll never tip them again. Sydney. Well, I, wait I, tipped them, I tipped them one time. That um, Adelaide versus Carlton. I'll Adelaide. go Adelaide in Adelaide. No, I've got to keep, tip Carlton. I haven't won yet. <laughs> uh, Richmond versus the Dockers. I'm going to go for the Dockers. Really? Do it, well, know. I'm going to go for the Dockers. I can't let you. Yeah! Not yeah. They're going to win it, yeah, bro. Richmond. Is that the G? Richmond. They did beat them there last year. Of course they did. They're going to do it again. St. Kilda versus Melbourne. I'm going to go for... Oh, can't, you can't be Max. Do you think Dave Munu kick a game-winning goal again? He might. He's done it two times in the last two years. Yeah, he's going to do it. Uh, Eddie had get the stadium. Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne's my team. Yep, Melbourne. St. Kilda. Uh, and Blockbuster of the Week. Lions at home versus Collingwood. 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 Hodgie might be back this week, though. Oh, yeah, I know. I really want... Yeah, no. All right. Croft's cook. Is your cooking or something up? Okay. All right, let's get into it. Okay. Who the fuck was that dickhead burning the Fremantle jumper? <laughs> the West Coast supporter burning the Fremantle jumper. Good on him. That is fucking good on disgusting. Him. I love yeah. him. And this, I don't, think, I don't think he did. I don't think he was good. I don't think he was good enough to. Be, I don't think he was good enough to. Yeah, trying burn it, to is bad enough. Yeah, trying is bad. That's like it's just fucking disrespectful. Now this is this is the crux of the topic, like and this is where American this, flag. this is where it relates back to what we were talking about earlier, and this is why I hate a lot of West Coast supporters. And I'm not saying that a lot of uh, fans and supporters of other clubs aren't like this, but because no, I Collingwood live supporters in, are legit. Because I live in West Australia, I am very much uh, exposed to the West Coast supporter, and most of them are. West Coast fans first and footy fans second. Now, I am a footy fan first. I love Carlton. I've bled blue. But I don't think I, you have. I think you bleed red. Are but I love... Blue? I am bound by blue. They saw me coming and they know what we're cooking. But... But... I'm still but. a football fan first and I care more about the game than I do about my club. Now, a lot of people in... West Australia or West Coast supporters that I've noticed, they don't give a shit about the game. They don't care what yeah, else the, is going I, I, on. They'll just watch West Coast games and ignore everything else. They don't care as long as they're, you know, what happens on the day goes their way. They don't care. They don't I think that's with West Australian fans in general because they fucking think that everyone, oh, they think it's a me versus outside. they have the, the us versus them yeah, mentality they're an outside yeah. and Melbourne is fucking oh yeah, everyone well, sucks Melbourne it is dead. a bit like that though, I right? know that's what I'm saying yeah, that's it what is it's like bit. and that is why yeah. I think probably a lot of the fans are like that they're like yeah. suck my dick we'll make our own competition like fucking forest but it's the attitude it's the attitude like they don't actually take like when, when I go to games it's the attitude they don't actually like take the effort to know like they don't make the effort to know about the game they just think everything should yeah, go their way. They're in their own fun, little world that's of football. A big generalization. That yeah, it, it is, but it's it's actually probably eighty percent of the people <laughs> yeah. I've been exposed to in my lifetime, and that's a lot of football fans that I've been exposed to. And these are the conversations I have, and they blow my mind every time that somebody can't, can't just help it, learn a little bit about the game. Just, and I'm not I'm not pointing the finger exclusively at West Coast fans. They're just as I said, that's what I've been <laughs> that's what I've been exposed to, and that dickhead. 
just is like another reflection of it. It's the same thing why? coming back around again. First, where did he? Why did he even have a Fremantle jersey? With yeah, did he buy it? Printed on it. Did so he did buy he it because a child or the something? joke? The joke's on him if he bought it. <laughs> well, it had a number on it, so someone's it must have been someone's. And to try and buy, maybe he killed the guy I was wearing. Why would you do it? <laughs> like I don't understand. I know why it's you so stupid. What like because he the thought point? he they won it, because he thought he was in fucking. Europe at a soccer match. It's the, that's the funniest thing is, uh, so obviously I was at the game. I didn't see this happening in person. And when I was walking out, I was said to the people I was with, isn't it, it's funny how like, you know, there's a bit of hostility in the crowd in there, but normally it doesn't turn into anything. Whereas in like Europe, they have like separate the fans and yeah. different teams because that's they have like, fights yeah. and smash things up in the street. That's so another like, thing. We, we all walk out together. We're all grouped up together, walking towards the casino train station. Everyone's okay, except for this one dickhead. He's trying to burn a jersey. I don't That's know. the other thing I don't get is like, it's, you know, your team wins and loses games all the time. It's not like in 50 years he's going to be like, hey, remember that round six win against Fremantle? That <laughs> yeah. was a, the best time of my I, life. It's I, like, I, he will remember it's like, it now. He'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll remember it now. And he'll be like, I was the one that tried to burn. Yeah. Like that guy that Fremantle. punched the woman that time. I was the guy that punched that woman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's bad. That's bad as well. But, oh, that's really yeah. bad. But. But yeah, oh. you get what I mean? Like, it's not even like a big, like, yeah, you won a derby. Like, there's yeah. a lot of derbies. They happen, like, twice a year. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, well. yeah, I don't know. He's a fucking dickhead either way. So, he's yeah, being cooked. All right. I'm going to burn him. I burnt him. Cooker. All right. Well, that's the end of our episode. Uh, we'll be back next week. Dicko's going to do some real research oh, for I a super am. coach for next I week. I am. I think, I think Navi are going to beat Newby. What do you reckon? And between now and then, <laughs> you know Game two's do. on, boys. You've got to keep well. Gyrocopter's third pick. Keep well. Keep well. Look. <laughs>